to another episode of Snacks in the City. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Snacks is back. Hey. Fuck. I wanted to do a festive holiday one and uh, I forgot. It's okay. There's still time. I'll just sneak it in at some point. How are you doing, I'm doing good. I just got back from Mexico, and it was hard to come back. It really was. Like, you think that the wedding blues are hard? Try coming back when the wedding was in Mexico. The destination wedding blues. It was brutal. Because it was cold when you came back. Mm -hmm. But, oh my god. It was so much fun. I'm going to have a destination wedding. And my mom was like, well, Maddie, then you have to prepare that. The whole family's going to come. And I was like, Mom... I don't even have a boyfriend, so I don't have to prepare for anything just yet. But, you know, I think a destination wedding is really, it's the way to do it. I know. And I'm going to another one later this year, but it was just the bomb. Because, like, you get double the experience all in one. And it's, like, camp vibes. Like, we didn't know the other side of the family, really. I had met his sisters a couple times, one time, before (laughs) that event. (laughs) And... It was like you'd see people in the hallway and be like, hey, hey. And the resort was fucking humongous. So when I did my walk of shame, I'm surprised I made it home because I had no idea where I was. A vacation walk of shame. With nothing like doing a walk of shame with your whole family present, you know? But it was so early. there was I wasn't going to see any of them. I'm sure it was like fun spy girl vibes. Like it was. I saw a bird. That's all I saw. There was not even a person out there. Oh, good. See, that's how you do it. You get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Um, some questionable um, choices were made. But it's vacation. It was vacation. That's what you're supposed to do. It's literally what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Also, yeah. I Mexico has a soft spot in my heart because literally I went to an all-inclusive in Mexico and I literally changed the hoe inside of me. Like, I... Went on that trip, and I came back to America, a different woman. It's great. It's exactly what I needed. It's probably not exactly what my dad needed to see. But you know what? But my mom texted me, and she's like, are you back in your room? And I said, almost. And she said, okay, text you when you are. And I didn't. Because I couldn't lie to her, so I just, like, pretended I forgot to text. And my mom, the next day, was like, your dad was so mad. She was like, and I said to him, Jim, she's almost 30. She can do what she wants. And I was like, was I being crazy? I think that I know we snuck away to do our secret makeouts, but... I think it's hard when people have such a wholesome view of you. Because my mom actually just recently bought me these things called cup condoms because oh my god where she lives there was a string of girls getting roofied at bars oh oh oh, and oh so, I know what you're talking about I yeah. thought it was like an actual condom no 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 so it's just like these little things that um just go over they're like these little stretchy cup covers I don't know, it's like fancy saran wrap basically but it's meant they like fit perfectly around your cup. So when you're out and you're drinking, you just poke your straw through the little film cover. And then that way, even if you aren't paying attention, it makes it much harder for someone to, um, like, put something in your drink. And she was like, I got you these. I'm so sorry about the name, but I watched this video about the product, and I get so worried about you and Maddie. So this is one pack. It's literally, there's 12 of them. Just split it in half. Like, take it every time you and Maddie go out. And I was like, okay. And she was like, and then tell your friends. I'm sorry. The name of the company is disgusting, but 
just tell your friends because she, now she's so worried that everyone's going to get roofied. And it's because it's called cup condom. And she, my mom, genuinely, if she listens to this episode, sorry. I don't think she listens, but just in case. Whoops, sorry, mom. I'm not a liar. I just, you didn't ask. Um, literally <laughs> thinks that I've only ever had sex with one person. Thinks I lost my virginity to this man wow. and I've only ever slept with him. And so I think to her, talking to me about condoms is like, yeah. <gasps> my poor virgin daughter. That's waiting so for her husband. I'm corrupting it her. And I'm like, so Mom, funny what parents okay. think. It's okay. But you know what? I didn't have sex. I did my favorite pastime, make up fuss. <laughs> and thank God I didn't have sex because your girl's fertile that weekend. Oh, God. And that would have been a weird chain of events. No, that would be such a good story. It's like you went to Mexico and then you came back with like this little Mexican love child. Ooh. It's like a soap is, opera. He's from America. It wasn't oh. like a cabana boy. It was that's what I was doing. It was guess <laughs> guess what part he played in the wedding? Guess the best man. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a sucker for a man in a suit. I was just going to say, bow tie. Are you wait, kidding me? Can he did I have him? Yeah, okay, did I have I him know. take his top off and just wear the suspenders and bow tie? Yes, my dream. in front of my family. Okay. <laughs> But it was so fun. I danced with his dad. It was, oh my god! It was. I think it's just what I needed. Let's try. Well, again. it's. I think it's just what I needed. Just what I needed. That was good. Yeah. Well, the first time I I was gonna do it, but then you your mouth was moving so fast. I thought you were gonna. I didn't both. know. I didn't know. I should just trust you next time. But you know, um, your girl was sad before she left, and it is exactly what I needed because it kind of knocked it out of you. Yeah. Well, maybe he knocked Mom. it out of you. Yeah, it was very, he's a very good kisser. Damn. But now I oh. feel like I should have gone first because you're going to ask me how I'm doing. And How are you doing? In general, I'm good. <laughs> that was my way to say that. In general, I actually am really good. Like, life is actually, I'm having a lot of fun. That's I don't good. know why, but I was telling my mom, I was like, I think something is wrong with me, and I'm sure a breakdown's on the cusp because I'm feeling really up. I'm just... And if it's up, if it's up, if it's up, then it's stuck. Right. And I'm hoping I'm stuck. Up I'm there. hoping you're stuck too. But you just—I have to be. Oh, what? I, I was like, I was like, something made me feel the doom and gloom, and it's two things in a row. Two things in a row. So I'm not going to get into it because I feel like it could be good content for a separate episode mm-hmm. in January when we're talking about. Um, the new year and the goals and the things. I feel like it'll be good for me to discuss then. So I'll give the spark notes. Um, I have a lingering ex-boyfriend who makes my mind do lots of gymnastics and not in a fun way. And he recently, by recently, I mean two days ago, said something so left field to me that... um, Lisa Leftfield Lopez? Yeah. That's his name. That's his name. I should put that in my phone. Uh, and maybe stop answering when he reaches out. Um, genuinely, this is going to sound so dramatic and so trigger warning for people who are, um, you know, sensitive to, like, suicidal jokes. Literally, when he texts me, I'm like, do I need to marry this man or do I need to kill myself? Because I have 6,000 feelings all in one minute and they all make sense. And then I'm like, is this a good, is this a good thing or a bad thing? Am I crazy? I don't I have to get a therapist. I've been saying that literally all year, but whatever. So that happened, and I was like, whatever. Also, 
when I got out of my car to come into this home, I have to oh my vomit God. in your alley. I can't believe it. Because um, that's got to be a bad omen, right? I'm getting out of the car. Wow. I'm getting, we're doing a little gift exchange today. So I have 600 things in my hand and I start walking and the one box of, you know, the gift box starts slipping. <laughs> I like look down trying to like get my footing and not drop this box and like make sure I'm not going to trip dead squirrel and by dead squirrel I do not just mean like uh -huh. poor thing probably fell out of a tree uh-uh nope 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 a car definitely ran over that little guy um he was flat with guts on the ground and no head Ugh. and so I'm sorry that that was so graphic but it is what graphic. happened to me and I started crying and then I threw up near somebody's trash can I also am trying to be skinny and I didn't really eat that much today so it was it was like an easy puke. Just like kept going. I hope no one saw that. It's fucking embarrassing. It's fine. It's five p.m. Someone's like she's wasted already. Well, five p.m. on a Saturday. Oh well, if they saw what you saw. Yeah, it's like it was. I bet you they would have done the same. Yeah, popsicle squish. You know what I mean. I'm the squish. Okay. And then the uh oh, I was uh oh. Oh my god. So yeah, um. But now I'm here, we're recording after a week off, which honestly felt kind of nice. It did feel kind of nice. Um, and we're going like, to have a little Christmas party. talk about myself, too. Okay, I'm glad you said that. I wasn't going to say it, but, like, I felt, I felt literally that. I was like, well, now I – normally we have a reason to talk about ourselves and what we're thinking because right. you've got to keep the story active. You've got to put stuff on the grid so people know to look at the last episode. And then I can always tie it back. I'm like, okay, really? I just wanted to talk about X, Y, Z. And if you want to hear me talk about it even more, click the link in our bio. Mm -hmm. There was no right. safe. There was, so I yeah. literally was like, well, I could just make an Instagram story and talk about it. And then be like, because I felt like it. There's nothing to click this week. <laughs> you can listen to something old I said because it's probably still funny. Yeah. All right. You want to give us the top three? Holy fuck do I. I like the three this week. It's good. I It's actually a four because there was a story that came out as I was leaving. Okay. So, lay it on me, baby, lay it on me. Oh, lay it on me. Justice for Kelly Rowland. She deserves more in the world. Except for when she was texting Nellie on an Excel yeah. spreadsheet. All right. Story number one. <clears throat> Kanye West, in his last concert, he did a little joint concert with Drake, which is a big deal because Kanye oh, and Drake right. were fighting for a long time. They like weren't friends. Now they're friends again. They did an event. It seemed really cool. And during the event, he snuck a little extra ad lib mm. into one of his songs. So um, his one song, he sings over and over, I need you to run right back to me over and over, like at the end. And he snuck in a more specifically, Kimberly. And everyone was like, oh, my God, Kanye wants his wife back. It's amazing. It's beautiful. Trending, literally, the concert happens the night, the whole entire next day, wow. more, Kimberly was trending on Twitter literally all day long because so many people were like, oh, look, Kanye's fighting for his love. He wants his wife back. The next morning, Kim filed with the judge to declare her legally single and drop the West. <laughs> <laughs> <From her name. laughs> so funny. like literally all day Kimberly was trending and she woke up the next day and was like she filed a petition to the judge and was like Kanye is not gonna sign the divorce papers because now he's decided he wants to save the marriage. 
I need to be filed legally single, which normally is only the case if like your spouse is missing or it's an abusive situation and like you don't feel comfortable serving them papers or they're like missing and like you have to declare them dead and then you file single. Oh my like God. it's a whole thing. Um, it's not just the typical like you get, please help me here. Because if you leave, I, I get Kim, because if you leave it up to Kim, or if you leave it up to Kanye, They're he's never, just not going to yeah. sign it. He's just not going to, and she will always be Kimberly Kardashian West. And she was going to leave the West because she thinks, like, they're still a family, right? Like, right. they have these kids together. But now she's like, no, he After needs to that, understand. Like, Absolutely not. But I was like, she's probably so embarrassed. Like, okay. This motherfucker. Which, it just, the timing of it was funny for her to wake up and be like, Hey, I think the file is legally single. That's happening for Kim right now is making me like her more. I also saw something on Instagram today that said, everything I learned about the Kardashians, I learned against my will. And that is me. That really is you. Um, I actually, my best guy friend was over earlier and we were talking about it. Like, the Kardashians actually get a bad rep because if you think about it, most of the time, if you're not a fan, like me, and you're consuming, like, their content from them and you watch it in a way that it makes sense... You're just hearing about it from other people who most likely don't like them. So then, of course, they're going to be painted mm-hmm. in a negative light. Like, mm-hmm. I knew this Kim and Kanye breakup was coming. Because if you watch the show or you pay attention to, like, what she's – like, what Kim is doing and saying on the day-to-day, like, after she was, you know, tied up and robbed and, like, held at gunpoint a few years ago, mm-hmm. she said she had this huge shift and she's like, I get it. Like, I'm Kim Kardashian. I'm a big deal. I have lots of money, all the things. Um, but like I'm a mother now like she was like that's the first thing I said they, these men tied me up and before they covered my mouth I said please I'm a mother like she understands now that her purpose is not to show us her ass on Instagram right. her purpose is to be a mom she's like I'm smart I understand if I get on Instagram and I say something dumb or if I show my ass or I show the nice curvature of my side people are going to pay attention people are going to click they're going to buy They're gonna. that's what I do that is what I do I'm a brand. That's what I do. But I am a mother. And so literally all of this could go away tomorrow and it would be fine as long as my kids are good. So, like, she does a lot to save face. And now Kanye is, like, fucking that up for her. And she's like, listen, I'm trying to do the right thing here so we can just yeah move it along here. But I think they've been – she's been upset at him, I think, for years. Yeah. He's got to work on himself right now. Yeah. Like <sighs> – I think it could, but um, I actually read something really good on Instagram. Somebody tweeted and was like, Kim has done multiple interviews since filing for divorce, right? And she has said there's like in the episode of Keeping Up with Kardashians when it's like they're talking about it. She's sitting with her mom and she's crying and she's like, I just want to be happy. I've been so upset for years and it's crazy like not to sound up my own ass, but I'm Kim Kardashian. I should not be so fucking miserable. Like I... I get it. He's Kanye West and he's this creative and he wants to, I'm working on this project. So I'm just going to up and move to Chicago. And now, okay, I'm done with that one. I'm going to move to Minnesota or wherever. Fine. But like you have a family, have four kids that have to go to school every day. I can't be in LA and then Chicago and then Minnesota and then Texas. And then, Oh, I'm going to fly to Miami. Like we have kids. Don't forget Wyoming. Oh yeah. The fucking ranch in Wyoming. So she was like, I just, I can't, do it. And he deserves right. somebody that's going to do that with him. And it's just, it isn't me. It is not. I'm not. Estelle is still looking for an American boy. Is she? Maybe they can get back together. You know, and Kanye is short. What'd she say? 5'7"? He might be. Oof. I didn't know he was so short. I mean, I don't Maybe know. Maybe he has that Napoleon thing. <gasps> so much just clicked right now. <laughs> we solved it. 
Um, so she's just over it. And she said, I've had all the things. I've had all the big things. Like Kanye writes a love story like nobody else. I mean, he rented out a huge fucking stadium to ask her to marry him. He fills the house with fucking violinists and flowers from Italy just because she likes them to say happy mother's day. Like I've had all the big things. I've had the $4 million wedding ring and it, I'm still not happy. I just want like somebody to be my partner and like sit right. and like when I get a movie sent to the house because we're the Kardashian West and we can't go to the movie theater, which did you know you could do that? She has like, instead of going to the movies, they send her the movie to her house. Wow. But she's like, I just want somebody who's going to sit next to me and eat the popcorn with the kids and watch, watch the movie. The which is why Pete Davidson makes so much sense. Like when yeah, she's like, that's so fun. He's like, her. do you want to just like go sit at this restaurant and eat pizza? And like, she's never had that. So she's like, yeah, I do. Yeah. And like Kanye doesn't get it. Cause now he wants her back. And he's like, Oh, I'm going to sing to you in this big giant arena. No. Instead of just, can you just come over and like, I don't know, take on my back for a little. Yeah. Okay, story number two. Anna Redman, her favorite toothy gal. That was me. But the more I watch her, the more I like her. No, too. she's honestly really growing on me. Like, I almost slid into her posts, DMs. I'm like, same. I almost slid into her DMs the other day and be like, tell me what you're talking about. Because she doesn't live far from here. She lives in Streeterville, mm-hmm. I think. I'm guessing. But I'm pretty sure she lives in Streeterville, and that's not far from here. We she she likes to hang out at Howl at the Moon. I love a little sing along tune. Like I just want right, to be her friend. She just recently hinted that she might be dating one of the Bachelor boys that lives here in Chicago. Which one? So Andrew. I don't know. Clay. It could be Andrew. It could be Clay. It could be. Some people were saying Dustin. Apparently, is single. Who the fuck is Dustin? I don't know. He, like, hangs out with them, though. I I think he might be from before my time of watching, like, being in imagination. Um, but, okay, so my newest obsession on TikTok is Zachary Reality. He's hilarious. Also, so responsive. He, like, responds to DMs. I feel like I'm his friend. We, like, wow. literally have conversations. Um, Aren't you cool? Yeah. We actually made a joke. I was like, okay, put it on the calendar because he was hanging out with this other girl who's, like, a podcaster. And I was like, wait. I'm violently jealous, even though I don't know either of you. And I was not expecting him to respond. And he was like, oh, my God, babe. And I was like, what the fuck? Oh, my God, we, are we friends? And then I was like, wait, me and my bestie have a podcast. So, like, when we blow up, just put it on your calendar. Like, well, I'll have, like, a podcast or lunch. And he was like, love it. Can't wait. But, like, since then, I've talked to him, like, four more times. Like, I think we're legit friends. Well, okay. Or on cool. the way. So he was just – he's in L.A. So is Anna. They were out to Marg's. And he's asking her all these questions, and they're making TikToks. And he's asking her questions, and she's just answering them. And then he goes, are you dating any of the Bachelor boys in Chicago? And Anna just goes, and gets up from the table. And the TikTok ends. So who do you ship her with most? I don't know, because of the guys you just named from Chicago, none of them. I know, and I'm just wondering, like, am I missing somebody? Because it's got to be Andrew. To me, it has to be Andrew. Right? Clay... I love him. I'm so interested in his body. <laughs> I literally pray when we go out that I run into him. I know his agent. I already know exactly what I'm going to say so I don't seem like a random thirsty bachelorette fan. Like, I saw you at Becca's season. I'm not even going to say that. I'm like, oh, my God, I've been dying to run into Wait, 
I don't want him to hear it and then ruin well, it. Well, I said to him, am I supposed to know who you are? And then he well, touched he likes that. the small of my back and said, no. I said, okay. No, he literally, <laughs> that, that was good to say because he likes that. Um, he tweeted, like, will I ever find a girl who, like, doesn't know what the fuck It's the me. Bachelor. He could lick, lick. Stop! <laughs> literally. <laughs> <laughs> he could lick me, too. What he could literally pick me up and throw me in. Wait, I just want to show you my DMs when I go out. I've DM'd him. <laughs> I DM'd him, do you need a girlfriend, though, at 1.12 a.m. Whatever. <laughs> Shoot your shot, girl. I also DM'd him. <laughs> Hold on. Really, this is embarrassing. I'm outing myself, but this one's funnier. At 1.49 a.m., what bar is this, though? I'll come there right now because I promised I could be your wife. That's a good one. Right to the point. I meant it, but he probably gets so many he didn't even see it. It's crazy. But Clay takes himself so seriously, and I think that he's trying to transition out of being, like, a Bachelor Nation influencer guy to, like... I don't who else is from Chicago? Oh, we'll think about it. Next. Okay. Um Tristan Thompson cheated on Chloe Kardashian oh. again. Again, and had a third he has a third child now. She had a baby. He's insane. Um and so really that's it. That's the story. And I just want a little PSA. Just a little PSA. I want people to stop making fun of Chloe. It's actually sick to me. It's actually sick to me to see the things that people say about her. I don't know enough about anything. Like, what are they making fun of her for? Just, like, calling her stupid for, like, talking to him when he, like, obviously cheats on her. And here's the thing. I have two thoughts, really, just two main points. One. I know two thoughts. They're right here. I was just going to say, are their names Brie and Maddie? Yeah. I love those girls. Um, So, one, first of all, it's just not okay to, like, make fun of somebody when they're down. Yeah. Like, just because someone is a celebrity does not mean they don't have feelings. And I just want people to be mindful of that. I don't know. I have just never been that person to, like, publicly, like, send a DM or tweet and tag the person when I don't like a celebrity. Right. I find that crazy. And now that we're in a position, obviously I'm not saying we're celebrities at all, but now we're in a situation where, like, we have this show and, like, people who don't know us are following our show Instagram, but also I'm noticing some people are starting to follow me on my personal Instagram. And so it's like, I get it. Like you like someone's content, you think they're funny. And it's like, I'm just a person trying to like make this show grow and be cool. Cause I think other people are thinking similar to yeah. how we think, but that doesn't make me any less because I put myself in a situation for like a stranger to now follow me on my personal Instagram and see like these sappy, stupid astrology things I post every day I would hate for if something were to happen to me and some random bitch that I do not know at all was like you're so fucking stupid yeah I'm like like, what I I never understood that either no matter what that's gonna hurt your feelings especially imagine a Kardashian that's gotta be thousands and thousands of messages yeah while you're having like it's hard enough when you're going through a breakup and like your friends are like well yeah we actually hated him the whole time and you're like Thank you, guys. Let's just stab it in there <laughs> while I'm already sad. Turn the knife. And then, like, up it by thousands. Yeah. Like, I just feel so bad for her. I feel so bad for her. That I also sucks. don't think the way that this story is being presented to the world, I don't like it. Because people are like, oh, he cheated on her again. But I don't think they're actually back together. I think that he is the father right. of her child. And so they're just, like, trying and to And so be she's like, listen, I, you, what, do, what do people want from her? Set him on fire? You cannot go to jail for cheating. I, what do people want? Right. Just like, shh, shh. 
Yeah. Like, even she just recently was at the People's Choice Awards because Kim was getting this big thing, so Chloe was there. And even just, like, her walking from the building to the car that was taking her to the next place, people were like, look at her. She's trying to hide the hurt. Like, okay, she probably is. Doesn't everybody? Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. And so that's, that's it. That's the story. Chloe Kardashian is going through a hard time, and if you have something to say, say it to Tristan, fucking impregnator of the year, Thompson. Don't direct it at Chloe. I don't know why I feel so strongly about it, but it was really making me upset earlier. Okay, and the bonus Jonas of it all? What? Miley Cyrus and Pete Davidson are hosting that rock and that no one cares about. Well, it's a big deal to people who stay home on New Year's and, oh, like, right. watch it. Like, my it's grandma. going to be me this year. <laughs> I'm going to be like, <laughs> No, honestly, house parties are a vibe on New Year's. I have always well, had do you know fun. everyone's having some? Will you know someone who's having one? I think I might. <laughs> okay, well. I think I might be having one at my house. Because I, I actually tried to be that girl who goes out on New Year's, and it just has literally every time not been fun. Yeah. The years I've stayed in and gone to, like, somebody's house... Last top tier was lit. Top tier. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. Um, but okay, so they were on Jimmy Fallon together. Oh. And yeah. Miley did this joke and she was like, When I saw you leaving that restaurant, I'm not gonna get into the details, but I was like, What the fuck? That should have been me. So she launches into the song, Should have been me. And mm-hmm. she serenades Pete and he's laughing, and then she goes, oh my god. That should have been me leaving that fancy um, restaurant with you in the Lamborghini. I would love to go to Staten Island. Like she, but she's like belting out this song as she's making these jokes. And guess what? What? After they did their appearance on Jimmy Fallon, guess where they both went? Where? To Pete Davidson's house. Oh my God! What? No. And so that, folks, is showbiz. That's how you wrap it around. Notice I started the three with Kim and Pete okay, and okay, Kanye. Okay, okay. And now we're ending with Pete and you Miley. You can't. You can't. You can't cheat on Kim Kardashian with Miley Cyrus. Well, here's the thing. Here's Maybe the they're thing. just friends. Here's the thing. It could just be friendly because they have to. Miley's been a guest and a performer on SNL several times. She's, you know, a show fave. Um, and they actually have matching tattoos from one of their most He pop- burned his off. Yes, but it's just the sentiment of, like, they hang out is what I was getting at. Like, they, when Miley's in New York, they, they look are like- friends. But you know what? Pete and Kim are not an official couple. They've gone on some dates, but Kim is still legally married. And also knowing Kim is probably not, the Kardashians are calculated. She's not going to have a boyfriend. Until she's not a wife. And so, who knows where that's going. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But also, Pete and Miley could very much just be friends. Totally. Okay, and that is the three. Mm-hmm. So, Maddie, do you want to lead us into the topic at hand? I do every week. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that with me. I'll do it. <laughs> and that, folks... Is communication. We're honestly the best <laughs> couple ever. If you want to model your relationships and friendships at home, that this, was this grown is, up communication. This is, this is how you do it. You don't let that shit build up. You just spit it out. That was good job, Annie. You're welcome. Okay. Annie, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. You are right. I have been making you do it recently, but you're just so good at it. 
I say um, the same thing every week. We don't have the same week. We're talking about it's so hard, right? All right. Well, this week we're talking about self awareness being your superpower. Um, and I actually really love this topic because we really shine in this arena. Yeah. Um, like I, so my best guy friend is also a podcaster and excuse you yeah you know (laughs) (laughs) he was over while i was writing my notes and he was like oh you're so right you're so right and had like a big reaction to the first thing that i wrote and so i feel like we're gonna start with a punch are you ready Mm -hmm. okay so wait i wrote down the definition of salesman Oh, let's start with that. Let's, let's, you know, I'm here to bring the facts. Okay. Okay. Self-awareness is the conscious knowledge of one's own character, feelings, motives, and desires. And I have that, like, fierce within me. I'm, I have it with most of my antics, if you will. Yeah. But not all. Like, I think I'm immune to being judged by other women because I'm like, I know. That's why. <laughs> like, um, when I first went to ISU, uh, oh, I almost just said her name. This girl. Oh, my that God. I, you're so bad. I know. Um, are you proud of me for say, catching it this time, though? Yes. Um, Not that I do the editing, but <laughs> would have been hard for you. <laughs> True. But this girl, um, you know. Like, when you first go away to school, there's, like, that time where you have, like, no friends. <laughs> and then, like, you start you making friends. Five. And That's then it's, it. like, it starts with, like, a really big group. And you have to kind of, like, whittle down to who you actually, like, like, want to be friends with. So she's in that bigger group. At first, I was, like, hanging out with this group of girls. I was all, like, oh, we're all new here. <laughs> we're all freshmen. All Let's, like, all go to this football game together. There's, like, literally 20 of us. We whittled down to, like, a little bit smaller group. And this girl just was, like, always mean to me. Like, I was like, what did I ever do to this girl? Well, she was jealous because she had a boyfriend from home. It's like, why go to college with a boyfriend? Not that I had the option, but (laughs) if I did, I would have been one of those girls. Like, high school gym has been so great, what? Wow. My husband's probably at that school. I What am I going to do? We can hook up when I come back for summer. That's what I would have done. She didn't do that. It's not my fault. I was flirting with all the boys from the football team because mm-hmm. th- they were at the same party as me this one time. Why would I not capitalize on that? And afterwards, she was like, Brian's so thirsty. And I was like, I know. She was like, she was flirting with literally every guy. If they mentioned that he was on the football team, I was like, and hot. I did not flirt with the other, like the ugly one. <laughs> And I did that on purpose because they weren't all going to like me back. So I had to be flirty and cute with every single one. So that maybe somebody. I was casting a wide net. Yeah. It's called strategy, babe. And she was like, I was like, yeah, you cannot bully me. I did that on purpose. I went into that house and with your motive. And you knew what your motive was. And she was like, it's just like tacky. And I was like, you know what's tacky? You. But then she ended up cheating on her boyfriend later on. And I was like, who's tacky hmm. now? Interesting. 
<laughs> so on that same note, I think being able to identify the good things and the bad things about yourself all the time in any situation makes me superior. Yeah. And not like in a, <laughs> I'm better than you kind of way, just like, I don't know. I feel like when people try to fight with me, it just doesn't go well. Cause I'm like, I know exactly why I did and said all the things that I did. <laughs> and so like, if we want to skip the part where you're explaining to me what I did was wrong, let's, let's, let's just, I want to get to the part to them. Right. I want you to explain to me why your feelings are hurt. And then I'll say, um, well, that wasn't my intention. It was this very clear <laughs> thing. So, like, the pros of being self-aware. You can always stand up for yourself. Always. Whether it's a relationship or your friendships or work. Like, you can always be like, no, I know that I have these pros and I do not deserve this. Or I know I deserve this raise because here are literally all the good things I do at work. You're going to underpay me? It's not. And, the, like, knowing my cons, like, people cannot bully or gaslight me. Like, I'm very, very aware. Like, if I'm being fucking crazy and someone's like, you're being crazy, like, trying to shut down the conversation, I'm like, I know. I am being crazy and we're going to talk about it or I'm going to be crazier. Let's finish the yeah. conversation. Like, I'm not going to wimp out because they're like, oh, my gosh, you're so dramatic. You're being so mean. Like, and it will only get worse for you if you don't tell me out now. what's going on. <clears throat> That's why it makes you superior. It does. It really does. Um, yeah, I'm getting pretty good at kind of predicting how I will react in certain situations. Mm -hmm. And if it's not going to be a pleasant reaction, mm -hmm. I'm good at then avoiding those situations or talking myself like, okay, this person is probably going to be very annoying and you are going to want to be mean back. You can't, though, because we're in public. Yeah. Like, try to make your face pleasant. I think it, like, kind of makes you a better friend, too. Because mm. something I have in my notes is, like, when it comes to certain conversation topics, um, I'm aware that I have really strong views on certain things. And so it's like, I'm not going to bring it up in mm. this space. Yeah. Because I know that that's going to turn into an argument and, like, you know, if you feel passionately, like, I know there's some things people can talk about and I'll just, like, yeah, that's not how I feel, but right. we can have a conversation. But there are some things that I'm, like, I'm going to want to, like, pound the table and be, like, you're literally wrong. <laughs> and now I hate you as a human. And then it's, like, that's not a great way to, like, have a friendship with somebody. No. <laughs> you can't do that. Yeah. And I'm also good at predicting, I don't know if this is self-awareness, but I'm good at predicting, like, what amount of drinks is going to make me a whore. Oh, that's very self-aware. And I have that number of drinks all the time. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I know that when I get drunk, I am like, I need to kiss a boy. And I need him. <laughs> it's like, I just need that. And Oh yeah. my god, I'm sorry. I'm stretching. <laughs> I am aware of the amount of drinks that are going to make me like actually I'm not aware of the amount but like as I feel to me each drunk adventure is a roller coaster ride like I don't really know what to expect but once the drinks do start getting in me I can then gauge where we're feel. going like there are some days I can be a tequila girl 
I can. And there are some days that I cannot. And I'll, like, have to switch. Like, sometimes it makes me fun and flirty. And I'm like, ooh, I want to put my tongue in somebody's mouth. And then there are other times that are like, every vile thought I have ever had about this girl right now is going to blurt out of my, oh my mouth God. uncontrollably. And we're going to get into a fight. And I'm going to really take it there. Like, there have been times I've been tequila drunk and have verbally assaulted my friends. Oh my god. Oh, I didn't drink tequila for two years because three weekends in a row I was outside acting like a pure ass clown. I don't know why. It That's just was crazy. like I don't think I have tequila grease was too. not fun anymore. She was just like fucking mean. Like wow. so you know so now I'm wary of tequila <laughs> when I'm drinking it I'm like let's let that settle a little bit see how I'm feeling. Which I think is, like, good. Because you don't want to be that girl who's just, like... Like, the, to me, there's, like, girls on TikTok who do that. And it's, like, not funny to me. Mm-hmm. When, like, their friends are posting videos of, like, Oh, look, she's doing it again. Like, you don't want to be the one that's, like, blacking out and puking. And then also, like, shitting on all your friends. Yeah. Like, it's not... It's funny, like, the first couple times it happens. Because it's, like, man, why would you say that? But if it's, like, a habit, it's, like, at some point you have to look inside and be, like, Girl, drink something else. Right. And if it keeps uh, happening, then maybe stop. I, the older I get, the more privy I'm becoming mm. to when I'm sad or like when I'm in a funk or something, whatever. This <laughs> is like a recent development, actually. Like, I will want to text any boy just to like make me feel better and I know that that is not not even like be like oh I'm sad make me feel better like it's just like him <laughs> responding to my text will be like okay fine I still got it I feel better or like which is bad because sometimes I don't like them and then <laughs> <laughs> they'll be like wanting to hang out I'm like oh no that's not what this is so like if I feel ugly so I'm trying to like get better at that I'll just like you went the drinks start flowing. Yeah. Snaps start going. I always am like, well, it felt really ugly today, but I bet you someone somewhere still thinks I'm cute and so I'll open up Bumble and just like swipe and see who I can get to match with me. And then I'm like, that's actually like not nice to do because like he probably is like, oh, she's going to talk to me. That's mean. I just literally like the serotonin (laughs) boost of seeing them. Yes. Boom. So now I'm trying to, like, get Starbucks instead. (laughs) Um, But it's not like I'm seeking validation. Like, I don't like that word. But it's just, like, a little burst of serotonin. And it's like, okay. Oh, I am. Like, here's some things. Because there's... You gotta have harsh truths with yourself. Yeah. So, I'm aware. I have both mommy and daddy issues. Abandonment issues overall. And so I... Literally, when I was younger, I had to go to the school counselor, and it's like a little mantra I've had since I was like nine. Negative attention is not good attention. All attention is not good attention. Good attention is good attention. That has literally been something that I was taught by a therapist at age nine. I could say it in my sleep. And my response to the mantra is, I don't give a fuck. Because to me, all attention is good attention. I don't care. Like, wow. in the moment, I'm aware I'm seeking negative attention. If I'm already in the mood, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And obviously, that means I'm not done with my therapy journey in life. But, like, at least I own it. 
Like, will my friends be so mad at me if I fuck my ex-boyfriend and, like, leave this bar without telling anybody? Yes. Am I going to do it because he called me pretty? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> like, I used to well, at least you're self-aware. <laughs> my other best friend, we used to, like, be out at bars, and she'd text me, like, Brie, where are you? I'm like, sorry, I'm in an Uber. Oh, my God. I would get so mad at you. I wouldn't leave her alone. No. So we were with other people. But if that man texted me, such a toxic relationship. But he would text me and be like, I'm in my condo in the city. Where are you? And I was like, no more. Literally in the car. Say no more. I'm on my way. Or like at one point, gross. He would like just send me this certain emoji. And I'd be like, bye girls. I have to go. Which like, am I seeking attention? Yeah, but like, it makes me feel better. So. I also am not one of those girls to like get sad about like when I make poor choices. I'm not gonna like pout about it out loud and make it everybody else. Yeah, like just before I go to sleep every night, I'll be like, I was fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, maybe I'll make a better choice next time and then go to sleep because it's like, I'm not gonna make you sit and listen to it when I know, I know that I. Cho- I chose. I chose that. I actively chose. Like, if I'm going to leave and go sleep with somebody that I know is not interested in being my boyfriend, I'm going to do it. And then afterwards, it's going to be like, we still don't want to date you. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I know. I'm going to go now. And then at home, I'm going to be like, damn. I did a good job that time. I thought maybe he would change his mind. It's unfortunate. Let me do my skincare. Yeah, it's just. It's like, you. Know, I knew what I was going into. Right. Like, like, when I get drunk at family weddings and make out with boys, I know what I'm doing. It's not like in the next morning, I'm like, wow, I wish I wouldn't do that. No, I'm fucking glad I did. Right. A real <laughs> text I sent the other day talking about a boy. I'm going to sneeze, and it's going to be crazy. Okay. Please keep talking. It's oh, going to be fine. I was like, do you want your space? Do you want no, some privacy? No, no, no. I'll just cut it out. You don't want the people to hear it? It's fine. They can hear it. Oh, okay. This is life with allergies. Well, a real text I sent the other day um, was that this guy was, like, annoying me and just, like, being very vague and elusive in the conversation we were having. So I texted my roommate and was like, this conversation is annoying me. Like, I want to skip to the part where we're either making bad decisions or, like, not speaking today. <laughs> like, I'm aware sleeping like, with I him is probably a bad idea. But I have already made up my mind. I'm going to do it. Right. So, like, can we skip to that part? Can we skip to the good part? Like, I want him to do the thing. Like, oh, do you want to just, like, me not to talk? Yes. I'm like, duh. Minus the talking. We could honestly skip the feelings. Because I already know it's going to be stupid. I'll make out. And then all all the other things also. Yeah. And then I want to go home. And maybe we'll do it again at a different time. Like, if you're not going to talk to me about that today. I want you to shut the fuck up. Yeah. She was like, why are you doing things like that? Yeah. <laughs> that I don't have the answer to. But, like, when it happens, because, like, now I've already made up my mind, I'm going to do it. When it happens, I'm not going to cry. Yeah, like, it's like I know what I get myself into. Like, I've weighed all the outcomes. Literally, there's, like, ten. Only one of them is good. The chances of getting that one, slim. The chances of getting good dick, high. 
earthy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Also, on the topic of your feelings. Mine or yours? Yours. Oh. That was a weird segue. We weren't talking about your feelings. No, we weren't. But I wanted to tell you when you were. What? You made me think of our toxic positivity episode. Like, instead of just being, no, everything's fine, everything's great, you're being self-aware and identifying the feeling and actually feeling the feeling rather than just being, I have a lot of anxiety because everything's stupid, and so, like, I'm just going to, like, work out and then grocery shop and then hang out with three of my friends because I don't want to acknowledge it. Yeah. And then when you come home, you still have to acknowledge it. Hashtag growth. So, good for you. Yeah. Yeah. I am getting better at that. I cried thrice this week. Which, that when you texted me saying you were crying, I was like, crying? Like, I genuinely thought it was an error. Maybe it was only twice. But that's good for you, because you got to let that out. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, oh, the last thing I wrote was, I know I'm crazy. <laughs> like, especially as it pertains to, like, men. Mm-hmm. Or, like, my actions when I'm drunk around men. But I have no regrets. Me either. I'm the same. I feel fine. Also, I, I think blow my like, nose. <laughs> you are fine. I'll apart. escape. I'll leave the room. Talk to the people. The burp. Sorry. Talk to them. Um. Okay. It's scary when you like force it. Um. I think that being self-aware within like my behavior changes how I am with my friends. It makes me nicer to them. Yeah. And it actually is a superpower because you can predict the future. Because (laughs) I know if I say something or if I, oh no, this is a really, really good um, thing. I don't have the word right now. (laughs) But if I act, if I'm at a bar, I'm dancing, I see boys, I'm like, ooh, or like whatever. And I'm dancing I'm throwing that ass in a circle. Ooh. I know that certain people that I might hang out with on the weekends oh, yeah. will be thinking bad thoughts about me. I know that they're going to do that. So I either prepare myself for like the way they're, they're going to look at me or I just don't do that. Depending yeah. on how the night is going to go. Like if we're going to be like having these drinks and going home, then I just won't do that. Yeah. But if I'm like, I'm trying to party, I will do it. And then I'll be like, well, I don't know what's up your ass. I won't say that out loud. I'll be fine. Right. We can't. We truly can't. You know, to quote. But you will avoid certain things to avoid your friend getting mad at you. Yeah. Um, Like something. Depending on what you want, what your ultimate outcome is. The outcome that is best for you at that time. Because I used to be really like. I think the mean girl in the sense that um, when people would come to me for boy advice, to me, at that phase in my life, I was like, well, I would want someone to give it to me straight. I don't want to hear, like, the... (laughs) I don't want to hear the fairy tale version of, like, oh, my God, no, he loves you. When, like, if I'm out here looking stupid, like, if you guys are watching me make an ass of myself, I would rather you tell me, like, you have on rose-colored glasses, honey. That man does not like you. Because honestly, I'm thinking of some shit that happened to me in high school and after. <laughs> like, men that just, you know, lingered in life. And it's like, maybe if someone somewhere was like, Brie, why are you acting like that? I don't think he likes you like that. 
then maybe I wouldn't be sitting here at almost 30, just like violently embarrassed every time I remember. I'm like thinking back (laughs) on it and I'm like, the signs were really all there. Uh, I don't know what I was thinking. And I mean, I really thought this boy liked me. He was allergic to peanut butter and I just quit those uncrustables. That is fucking crazy. I quit them cold turkey. And anybody who knows me knows I fucking love peanut butter. So I love cold turkey. Just kidding. Huh. But like, so I, that's what I wanted. And so if my friends were having boy trouble or something, I would give it to them straight. I would be like, I'm sorry, but you're being stupid. If your boyfriend did blah, 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 and then says blah, blah, blah to you, like, he's obviously lying and he likes that other girl and, like, you might as well just break up with him now because it's, like, that or he's going to dump you or two on you. So, yeah. Sorry. And then if she didn't do what I said, I'd be like, I'm not talking about your boy issues because you're being stupid. You're being stupid. You're dumb. Like, I would just say that to people. And my mom would be like, that's not nice. And you're not going to like it when somebody does it to you. And she was right. She was right. At a certain point, I was having different relationships with men. And so I was having different things happen to me. And certain advice is like, all right, maybe don't say that. It doesn't feel nice. Yeah. So like me realizing like, oh, just kidding. You don't need to talk to people like that. Because you like it when people don't talk to you that same way. Like, that just made me, like, a better friend. Because now I'm able to give, like, realistic advice. Like, I'm not going to give advice to a girl, like, oh, you should break up with him when, like, I know she's not gonna. And that's not what she wants to hear. Yeah. And sometimes you just have to opt out. Like, you have to be aware you do not have the answer for that person. So you have to just opt out of the conversation. Like, sometimes you just got to let her vent. And then you're just like... Uh-huh. You know I'm a firm proponent for inventing. Inventing. <laughs> We've got a smart girl on our hands. Yeah, we do. Um, that's all I have. <coughs> Did you watch the men tell off? No, because I was in Mexico. Oh, you're so right. I knew that because I live tweeted it by myself. Um, was it good? Do you want to give me the highlights or no? Yeah. Okay. It was good. I think so far, you know, I'm still new to Batch Nation, kind of. I have maybe two or three mentals under my belt. This was the best one I've seen so far. Wow. It was a little overproduced to me. Like, they kept trying to, like, add these little funny bits that just weren't hitting, like, I think the production team thought they were going to hit. It wasn't great. But the drama, the drama was good. So the high points. Peter from Pizza Land mm-hmm. was get the first like literally five minutes of them actually talking is all of the men talking about how much they don't like Peter. The way they set it up was like it's just so segment, funny because like he wasn't on it that long, so for people to not like you that much, they were saying behind the scenes he's like all he talks about is himself and his pizza and like does not God. shut up. Like the one the guys were all laughing, they were like. Um, what you don't see, like, you see how much he talks about himself and, like, makes everything a joke about pizza or he's trying to get his business and how he's self-made. It's like that, but worse when the camera's on. And everyone's, like, dying laughing and he was like, it's my livelihood, so I pay for my mom and my sister to, like, have a life. Like, 
Which, like, at a certain point, because that's how they set up the segments. It was just, like, villain number one, villain number two. Like, each segment was just, like, a certain man getting roasted. And then Caitlin and Tasha would ask questions. But Peter just, like, he went first, so it felt intense. And I was like, I by no means like Peter, but I actually kind of feel bad for him. Mm-hmm. Then that guy, Will, had, like, gotten the one who people. cried about the jacket? Yeah. So he had gotten people to, like, leave his pizza parlor bad reviews oh my god and he was saying he didn't but peter was like okay well i find it interesting like if you look at the dates of all these reviews this is the same day you tagged me and my business on your instagram and so whether you actually said to your followers go leave a bad review which is crazy because like how can he have so many followers that would actually do stuff. Bachelor Nation is crazy. Crazy. And so Will kind of did that thing like, I didn't tell people to leave bad reviews. I had the pizza and I didn't like it and I might have written that I didn't like it. And then like shared it and his fans copied him. The mental actually made me like not, I wasn't a huge fan, but now I like just like kind of don't like Will because I was stupid. And it was like doing this like tough guy thing that was like too much and then Peter was like speaking of like something, um, or like they were talking about pizza being served, and he was like speaking of being served. This like fake lawyer comes out with like fake papers, and like is handing them to Will. He's like, "Are you William whatever?" And he's like, "What's up, bro?" He's like, "You've been served." It's obviously fake. And Peter goes, "Yeah, that's gonna be a cease and desist in real life. You don't stop. Like I'm fully prepared to sue you." And Will just like throws it on the floor, and it was just like oh. such drama. But Peter fully could sue him. That's, like, fucked up. Because everyone was like, you do have a point. Like, that's his livelihood. It's literally his, like, actual real-life business. And how he, like, pays for his home. So, like, maybe don't yeah. get it shut down because he threw your jacket in the pool. They were, like, really yelling at each other. Tisha and Caitlin had to literally, like, yell and bang on the table to get them to stop. Which is crazy. Like, girls getting up. really heated. They're probably like, let's just yell so much so that we can get famous. Yeah, because newsflash, at the end, they, like, hug it out. Because Peter has his pizza brought out. And everybody's eating pizza, and Will's like, it's actually good. Oh, so God, dumb. I hate it. Chris S. is a little pussy fairy boy. Oh, no. Pussy fairy boy. And I mean that in the most insulting, like, the size of Tinkerbell way. <gasps> oh, he's even worse. He's like, yeah, I mean, I said what I said on the show, and I basically stumbled out of anything to add. Which to me is the sign that you're such a pussy. You have nothing to say or it's no words to like. You can't even like watch the clip and say, you know what? Yeah, I was being a brat. I was pouting. Like, um, but he called Olu low IQ in the show, like in his confessional. He's like, people like Olu hate me because I'm so smart and they can't keep up and all the things. And Olu, um, all the guys call him Swolu, I guess, because he works out so much. Um, they're all like nobody even wants to respond. They all just look at Olu. They're like, "What do you have to say?" And Olu is wearing this like nice orange suit, which I don't know if you've seen the pictures. Mm-hmm. Like the orange suit with his like beautiful black skin. Oh my god, he looked so just like his eyes are so close together, polished. Like he just looked good. I will tolerate zero Olu slander in this home because. I didn't say anything. I like it. I mean, I don't. Him. Good. That's for you. Uh, <laughs> thank you. 
he like he was like basically telling Chris like you can't just like assume someone's low IQ. He's like I have fucking masters. I know. I was gonna say, isn't he like really smart? Um. So he's like, you need to be respectful. You're looking at black excellence, and Chris is like clearly shaken. Like he can't even look at Olu. He's like. Whatever, I don't have anything to say. I don't have anything to say. And Olu stands up, and I'm so upset that he ruined this moment because if he would have just sat down, like, two, like, maybe ten seconds sooner, oh, Maddie, imagine, imagine Chris is sitting. Everyone's laughing at him, and Olu's like, you've showed exactly what kind of person you are. I don't have to say it, but just mind you, like, when you're talking about me, you need to be respectful because you are looking at black excellence. And he just stands up and, like, adjusts his suit jacket, and the whole crowd starts cheering from him, like, for him. And he's just standing there, like, staring directly at Chris, oh and God. he won't even look at him. And he is, like, visibly shaken, like, he's nervous that Olu's going to, like, come over to yeah. him. Oh. And he, like, says something under his breath, and Olu, like, steps over to be, like, in Chris's eyesight. And he's like, you can say it to me. You can say it to me. And, like, if he would have just sat down then, because then it's, like, now people think he was going to beat him up, but he wasn't. And so now I hate that people even have that against him. Yeah. But it was such a good moment. But it still got mostly I was looking on Twitter. Everyone was like, what happened with the guy who, like, had all the things? Oh, he did the same thing as Chris. He was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I didn't write that. I was, I, like I said, like, he just doubled down. They're both, they should honestly be besties. He was like, I didn't come on the show with the intention to um, be The Bachelor. And they were like, we saw the pictures of you, like, doing Bachelor Live in, like, Colorado or something. And he was like, well, I don't know what to tell you. That's just how you're perceiving it. He's yeah, like saying he has the notes because he's never seen The Bachelor and he doesn't know what it is, but he was sure. in like a live and why show did you version want show? of. It was so weird. It also, Tasha called him out. She was like, "So in that binder, like you had a list of like dream women, and none of them look like Michelle. Like not one, not even a little bit. So like." are you actually just so attracted to Michelle? You just had to come on this season. And he's like, no, no, no. I didn't have those women on the list as my dream. I mean, it's, a, it's about their characteristics, not looks. And she's like, yeah, that's weird. Cause there was a separate section about characteristics you want in a woman. So why have a list of dream women if it's about their char characteristics, but like have a separate section to list those. Out. Yeah. So now that kind of sounds like you just wanted to be on TV. Yeah. So like that was annoying. Um, they did a package about Rodney and I had to like apologize oh because God. I talked shit about Rodney every single episode and I was like, no, 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 no. He is not for Michelle. They are friends. They're probably going to be co-teachers or something at one point. But the way they like packaged up their love in a recap for us, I actually was like, hey, why'd she send him home? <laughs> it like made me like, win. I think that she's under Nate's spell and she's going to pick him. Yeah, I think it's Nate or Joe. Who's the other one? Oh, Brandon. No, it's not going to be Brandon. I think that she should pick Brandon. She's not going to. I don't know. But I, I think that she's it, under so Nate's... you let me know? Of course I will. Like, let me know immediately. Text me on it as soon as it happens. Okay. So, Brie will be live tweeting. And you can follow us at snacks underscore in the city. You can follow us on Instagram. 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 
at underscore snacks in the city and both our handles on all platforms are at natty grissetto and at brianna underscore irene and with that snacks out